today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Have you been watching the World Juniors? Great Team Canada game last night. Uh, shellacking Russia and, of course, uh, another big one tonight. Let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley, Show, uh, Scott Radley Show and sports columnist with the Hamilton Spectator. He is with us now. Scott, thanks for the time. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, and I love that Will, back in the operations department, thought to bring in with that song, not just because it's the least wind song, but do you remember what movie that song is from? Can you even name who the artist is? I can, except I've mm. forgotten. I've drawn a complete Well, then that means you right can't, now. Scott. If, you've, if you can, but you've forgotten, that means you can't. Well, I can't. Does, did moment, anybody ever say to Alex, did, did anybody ever say to Alex Trebek on Jeopardy, you know, I know it, but I don't. Yeah, get back to me in a minute. I, it's right on the tip of my tongue. See, if I was on Jeopardy, I'd turn to the contestant next to me and go, look at my tongue. It's right there on the tip. Just tell me what it says. Can you read it for me? All right, so uh, what's it was, the answer? I've forgotten. Uh, Maxine Nightingale. Thank you. Uh, yeah, right. that, was from, uh, that was famously from Slapshot, the greatest hockey movie of all time. When they're I, on did, the bus, I did not remember that. The How the heck do you remember that? Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. All right. Uh, well, you, want, you want me to quote the entire movie? I could probably do that and fill your whole next hour and a half. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I'm out at three, <laughs> Scott. But <laughs> you can save that for yours, maybe. So, <laughs> that, would, that would be better. So, anyway, uh, your thoughts on where Team Canada is. Obviously, a very impressive uh, game last night. Uh, your thoughts on this team? Oh yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're very good. They're playing very well. They're you know, it would be quite frankly a big upset if they don't win the gold medal. I mean, even though the U.S. is a pretty good team, the U.S. fought. I mean, it was Arthur Kelly, a Bulldogs player, that scored the winning goal late in the game, or he might not be the U.S. in this thing. So, um, yeah, and the, yeah, the U.S. the U.S. Finland game was was very tight. It was, and it was exciting. And, and I mean, yep. Canada really hasn't had an exciting game yet, at least not not really. Um. You know, I, I, I'll tell you, Scott, we were talking about it on my show last night, and, and maybe it's just me, and maybe it's being stuck inside, and maybe it's everything else. I've found, though, for the last couple of years that uh, the World Juniors is still a great event, and it's still wonderful, and I'll still watch the final game. But the, it, there seems to be, it, it seems less. I, I don't know why. It just It seems like about five or six or eight years ago, this was just, it was it was slightly different, and, and again, maybe it's just the circumstances. It just seems like some of the zip or something is is missing from this hmm. tournament right now. And and again, that could be the no fans in the stands or whatever else. But it goes back mm-hmm. more than beyond this year. It's it's. I don't need if it, I don't know if it needs a freshening up with format or if there's something else. And, and again, you may feel completely different. People listening may feel completely different that they're totally enraptured with this thing. Um, but let me give you a, a, an example. Of, I think it was 2008 or 2009. Uh, John Tavares, that was the year he was on the team. Um, they played a pre-tournament game at First Ontario Centre, Cops Coliseum back then, and it was sold out, absolutely sold out. I don't believe that even if COVID wasn't a thing right now, that if you played a pre-tournament game and offered seats at Cops at First Ontario Centre, I don't believe you sell the place out. I don't. I, I think you, you may fill the lower bowl. Um, it, you know, I don't know if it's too predictable. I don't know if it's the same few teams that are always in contention. I don't know if it's because Canada is not winning as much now, so we feel less excited about it. I'm not sure, but we'll see. I mean, you know, maybe this thing, maybe it's, 
you know, just in a bit of a lull, maybe, as I say, it's just me and everyone else is feeling like this is still the greatest thing of all time. I don't know. So you think Canada will be victorious tonight over the U.S.? Absolutely. No, I mean, I, I think it would be a uh, it would be a big shock if they weren't the way they've played. They've just been mm-hmm. that good and, and consistently that good. And one thing one thing I'll credit the coaches with that I think, you know, hasn't I, I haven't heard it mentioned year after year, Scott, when Team Canada plays and they usually there's you know, they play a bunch of the, the round robin games and two or three are usually against terrible teams that have no chance of beating Canada. And what does Canada do every year? They play one goalie in the first game and one in the second game. Right. And for about the past four or five years, maybe more, we've had inconsistent goaltending. And this year they decide to let the guy roll, and he's been great. I, I, I give the coaches credit for saying, you know what, let's, let's just do this the way we would normally run a team as opposed to being, you know, trying new things now. And, and I, I, what the coaches have done, what the players have done, everything they've done has worked. And so full marks to them so far for for doing this, especially when they haven't really played a lot of hockey up until now. If All any- right, let, let's talk about the NHL, and uh, they're getting ready for their, um, again, <laughs> you know, a different yeah. season, we'll say. Uh, a Canadian league, we saw earlier in the week um, uh, British Columbia giving the okay. Where are we for the rest of this in, in the country as far as uh, giving the Canadian league a go? Well, can I, can I make one gripe, one small insignificant gripe, but I'm going to gripe about it anyway. What the, the NHL has called them, I think it's the West Division, Central Division, East Division, and North Division. Why, just, just, why can't we call it the Canadian Division since that's yeah. what it is? Anyway. Well, it's obviously not because of the, it's obviously not because of the Canadian, Scott. It's the Canadian Division. Let's call it what it is. But anyway, um, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> what about approval for all of this? Is this all a go oh, yeah. officially? I think so. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything in the last number of days that there's any questions about teams playing where they're supposed to be, and they're all practicing together right now, and and the practices are involving body contact. I mean, I, I'm still not sure how the NHL is not operating in a bubble like they did in Edmonton last year during the, the year. And so the players are not living all together in this bubble. So I, I'm not entirely sure how NHL players living in the community can have body checking and body contact, and that's safe. But OHL players for the Bulldogs and other teams can't have body contact because it's unsafe. I haven't figured that one out yet. Um, but nonetheless, it, it seems as though everything is going full speed ahead and the season starts in a couple weeks or a week and a half from now and you know what it's going to be um i think it's going to be great i I do i think this season um is going to be terrific and i'll tell you why there's a couple reasons one of them is the all canadian division which i love um i you know i can I, i will miss some of the american teams coming up and seeing them for sure but I can live without watching the Florida Panthers and the, you know, whoever else, a bunch of the, you know, crappy teams that nobody cares about. Um, I want to see the Leafs play Connor McDavid more. I want to see them play the Montreal mm. Canadiens and have that rivalry more. And, uh, you know, I want to see Calgary play Edmonton more and all these kind of things. The other is because the season is shorter. And how many times, Scott, do we get into February or March and everyone's complaining that these games are meaningless because the season yeah. is so stinking long? Yeah. Mm. Um, every game is going to really matter now. So you've got 
great competition because six of the seven Canadian teams are going to be pretty good, I would expect. And Ottawa's a wild card. Nobody knows really. Ottawa could be terrible or they could be better than we expect. Um, all the Canadian teams are going to be pretty good. You're going to have good games, I would think, from the start of the year right through the end. Can you see any of these changes sticking? Anything that the league might learn from all of this? Uh, of the things I just mentioned, no. Uh, I don't see any of them sticking. What I do see sticking, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but they've because of no fans in the stands, they're looking for any way to enhance the bottom line. Players will be wearing corporate logos on their helmets yeah. this year, advertising on the helmets. That will not go away. Even when the fans come back, mm. that'll be something mm. that just becomes the norm, and we may even see more. We may see a second one on the uniforms at some point, or a third one. I don't think we'll ever get to the European style, where guys look like NASCAR cars. Um, but that one will stick, for sure. And But, you know, are they going to go to a reduced season down the road? No, they're going to go back to full season. Yeah. Are they going to have just the Canadian division? I doubt it. They're going to, because the Canadian division poses some challenges that they don't love, which is time zone differences you've got players now traveling from vancouver to ottawa to calgary to edmonton to wherever your time zone is going to be it's going to be tough for some of these players they, they want to keep as many of their games in the same time zone as they possibly can so uh no i i don't see any of the big changes they're doing sticking around um but i'll say this scott and, and you and i have talked about this before one thing we know is that when you tinker with stuff you get results that you don't always necessarily expect. And I will say, I, I will expect, I will predict that I don't know what it'll be, but they will stumble upon something in this that they will look at and go, Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. How can we, how can we keep that? And I don't know what that might be, but I, I bet you they'll fall into one or two things that suddenly work really well, or they really like that. They'll try to adopt or absorb going forward. I, I just don't think it'll be the really, really big things. How do you sell this? How do you excel the acceptance of this? We remember, you know, what happened with the Raptors and, and and even sports last year. How do you sell this when a good part of the country is still in lockdown? I think you sell it pretty easily because of that. Um, Does that make it better? Even because the Toronto Raptors this year look like they stink. Uh, they may get yeah. themselves turned around, but you... You, as I say, if I'm right, and, and I think I will be, that the teams are going to be pretty good in the Canadian division, which means you're going to have competitive, important games that are played at a high level, and you're going to have a compressed schedule. I, I think getting people to sit in front of, they're not going to go to the games, but sitting in front of their TV, I, I think it's going to be, a, I would expect it's going to be a pretty easy sell. Scott Radley has been with us, host of the Scott Radley Show. Want to plug which uh, is going on tonight, Scott? Uh, what are we talking about tonight? We are ta- Oh, we have got a story on tonight uh, about a kid who lost his leg. And what happened after that? You ab- I don't want to give it away. You absolutely have to turn it in- tune in to listen to. This kid's story is unbelievable, and I'm sure no one who has ever lost their leg before has thought to do what this kid did. Uh, he'll be joining me, and um, as I say, it's at 6.30, that is, and you definitely want to be in for that one. That is quite a hook, Scott. <laughs> well, I, I'm expecting you're going to be tuning in, too, along with Maxine Nightingale. Maybe we'll play her coming in. There you go. For the segment. segment. That'll be good. Scott yeah, Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show. Later, I would have got it. <laughs> and sports columnist with the Hamilton Spectator. Thank you, Scott. Be well. Anytime. The 
Scott Thompson Show. Weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.